We have in Reverend Ephraim Darby, who is no stranger, an amazing guest he always makes every time I get to speak with him. So good to see him after some time, I think a month plus. How are you doing, Reverend? Yeah, great. And good you? to see you. Well, there. Have fun now. We just did. How's your church? You know what's happening? How's everything? With a push. Abby. That's all. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And then how are your inmates? You are responsible for the education, yeah. um, adult education in the correctional center, Quibum State. So how's, how's it going? Oh, great. We are set to write the GCE examination. It's just okay. about the registration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's what we are even appealing to the public to assist them register for the GCE examination. Mm. Yeah, each, you know, the it's online registration. Yeah. And uh, each each of them needs like 20,000. Around 17. Each. Yes. Each. How many inmates are right? Yeah, 30. 30 inmates. How many of them have successfully um, registered? Where will the registration is soon to come? We're just preparing our minds. Okay, how many of them already have um, sponsors for this, or do they have? Um, back two, only two. Oh persons, wow! Yeah. So twenty-eight more persons. Yes. Sure. Uh, why is why is why is the response so poor now? What's uh, happening? Uh, we'll get we'll get there. People are just beginning to respond. We'll get mm. there. We'll get okay. There. So we need money. Yes, we need money. Mm. And so n- you said it's twenty thousand. Yes. Um Is there a way anything is acceptable? Can we? Yes, have- yes, yes. Whatever. It's donation. Whatever anybody can do, we we'll just put them together and get them registered for the exams. So how do they get to reach out to you? Uh, my number is there. They come to the correctional center themselves and then. Want to see the principal of school? Mm. You just do registration. Okay, so just in case you're listening, you might wonder who's Reverend Ephraim Darby that will have to be sponsored, giving money. You know how people can be very dicey when it comes mm. to issues of money. Well, this is um, Reverend Ephraim Darby. He is the vice chairman of Prison Fellowship of Nigeria and the priest in charge of Methodist Church Benu Dor um, in a housing. So, yes, um, he is trustworthy. So, you could definitely get that done. And he also had just said right now you could get to the correctional center and indicates that you want to help these people. Every time we come here, we always talk about how it's important for people to realize that they might be inmates, but they need help. Sure. It's, we've gone past the punitive mm, measures of correcting people, people, which is a brilliant thing that we're doing in Nigeria. I just wish that, you know, it came a lot earlier. Um, I feel that sometimes we need sleep for this Nigeria, you know, when the world has gone ahead with so many innovative ways of helping people. We're just starting. It's never too late to start. So it's important that you understand that you could help in any way. Um, give funds, 31 of them um, have to write the GCE, 20,000 for each registration just two persons right now guaranteed that they would be writing their GCE and the Nigerian Correctional Center is saying service rather is saying help us in any way that you can so nothing is too small right? nothing is too small nothing is there, is there a time frame for this mm. when is the exam coming up um, actually, the, we are about um, registration now. Uh, okay, registration this. now. When is it going to close? Because I know registration closes. Um, um, no, we still have some time. They have actually not opened yet. Oh, okay. Uh, they'll soon open. Okay. So please prepare as you're getting salary this month. Remember, you could just keep, okay, let me keep 2000 Let me keep this and all of that. If you can sort out the bills for these inmates, ah, good so good so do that and let's see how we can rehabilitate these inmates together well today's topic is really interesting we'll be talking overcoming peer pressure we started this at some point um because i hear what i have is part two how do we how do we marry peer pressure and you know being in the correctional center what's the relationship a lot of relationship a lot of people get into crime by peer influence Peers doing the things they're doing, a whole lot of them out there, they, they do what they do because their friends ask them to do it, or they mm. want to be like their friends. Which is what peer pressure is. Yes, mm. pressure, yeah. The preference pressurize you. You know, the people you, you hang out with, the people you keep company with, sometimes the people you stay in the same community with, 
you know, all of those things influences people's idea and behavior, attitude, and uh, which may eventually end you up there. Okay, so that's 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 the relationship. Mm. Okay, but but from the Nigerian Correctional um, Service and from what we've seen in Akwaibom, can we have? Do we have a document that states that oh, this particular person's crime was as a result of the fact that he was influenced by maybe friends or community, as you've said, society? Does that? Do There's so many people. You don't just born with crime, so to speak. Mm. You, you model after somebody, you just see that some people are doing the kind of... It just peer pressure could even... Not just about stealing alone. Sometimes misbehaviors, you know, sex and all of that. A lot of people get to do what they do. You're a girl, you know how much your friends used to tell you in those days. Rosie, you need to have a boyfriend. You need to do this, you need to do that. <laughs> and all of that. So, you, you get what I'm saying? So, so, that's the way it is. People influences people a lot. It's the influence. Whoever influences you, you could be positive influence, could be negative influence. Mm. I say this is this is a very interesting one. Now let's take it from um, the angle that a lot of persons might relate with. Um, I think that the first time we heard peer pressure, looking back right now, must have been in my teen years. You know, mm-hmm. like what is peer pressure? You know, and all of that. So let's come from that angle. For parents, guardians listening right now, and you've just said it could be in, it could be positive. Or it could be negative influence. So let's not take away the fact that people could be positively influenced That's by right. their uh, peers and friends. How do we then start, you know, getting people to know at an early age what peer pressure, negative peer pressure can do to them in the long run? Yeah, you know, everybody, everybody comes from a home. Now you have your kids at home and you have your policy at home. You have your culture at home. You don't steal, you don't lie and all of that. You know, but as children grow from teen to adult teen, no kind of adolescent, they begin to expand their scope of friends. Okay, so those friends will come, tell them, do this, do that. How you handle it is you see the end. Some you, children need to trust their parents. Parents need to interact with children. By the time somebody comes to tell you the things your mother has advised you not to do, that you should do it. No, no, it's good to do it. It's good to drink alcohol. At the age, if not taking alcohol, then you're a Jew man, you're a village man, mm. you're a native man. In fact, you don't know what's up. All of those things. And you want to give it a trial. Okay, so by the time you see your children or the child started behaving strange, you just check out the friends they keep. What kind of company do they keep? How did this company influence their attitude, their behavior, which he may eventually um, mm. harm them in the future? So that's that's it. Mm. Now you, you said um, parents should children should learn to trust their parents. Yeah, sure. <laughs> are parents honest enough in uh, the, the Nigerian parenting as we see it? Are they honest? Are they honest enough to tell the children, you know, the pros and cons of certain things? Do we have that kind of honesty in parenting today? It's a pity that the parents themselves could also be influenced. Peer pressure is not just about you know the adolescent; could okay. even be adult, a place of work. Do you know some men got to drinking because their friends are drinking? They keep company with drinking men. Some keep illegal women because their friends are keeping those women. And all of that and all of that. Some cheat because their friends are cheating at work. So we are saying that every good parent, you should tell your child the things that even sometimes when you do those things, you won't want your children to do them. Please don't do this. Don't steal. Don't lie. Okay, don't keep late night, don't drink alcohol, don't do this, don't do that. And so, by the time the guy gets to the society and the society begins to ask, put pressure on him or her to do those things which you have warned them not to do at home, and they should be able to tell, Ah, oh, no, my father never, how would my father feel if he hears that I'm doing this kind of mm. thing? He could keep the child. 
and the child too could have an informed mind, a mind of an independent mind. You know, it's about the mind thing. Yeah. The mind is the master, yeah. That's why the Bible speaks and says, guide your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, by the time somebody can tell you, do this, do that, you check out the men that the women are doing these things, how do they end up? You don't want to be, you know, a failure. You don't want to be a misfit in society like this other person. Because there's no drunk that is a serious person. Okay? And all of that and all of that and all of that. So that's the way it is. They should learn to trust their parents. Yeah, okay. And while you were talking, you saw something very interesting. I think we should talk about a little bit. You said, you see, um, peer pressure is not just, you know, with the younger ones, mm. the children, adolescents mm. and all of that. Parents can also be pressured. You yeah, know, sure. Uh, yeah. Negatively and positively. Sure. A parent that is negatively pressured how would that child, or that parent rather, raise a child that would truly understand the negative effect of peer pressure? It's, I very, mean, it's very unfortunate because you don't have the moral standing to do that. You don't have the moral. So we are talking about peer pressure for all ages. There's no age that is exempted here. Okay, so but everyone, we, we are not actually zeroing in on minors alone. Mm. Even adults get to the correctional center by way of um, bad mm. behaviors, you know. So such a parents may he himself need to be corrected by maybe the church Karina, by by who do they is it is there is there is there um the do they agree that they are pressured or what they are doing or the actions and their behaviors might actually be as a result of pressure from their peers do we have people who can agree that oh yes i think i was negatively influenced by these thoughts is, is that what can we can we say that that happens oh yes you can stop relationship you just stop um, um, you know um, walking with that person you stop keeping company with that person if the person is affecting you influencing you negatively there is nobody that doesn't know whatever he or she is doing is bad okay mm. if i keep late night it's bad and most of these things have a way of imp- um, impacting your economy as well by the time you go drinking and you come back home and your kids you don't have enough money to give to, to give food to your children you will know that you were really actually doing something that was bad and you need you need to have in mind of saying no i don't want to do this thing again this thing is not leading me well you need to say i want to stop and almost everybody has a way place of worship the church, the mosque, whatever, wherever, wherever you now. So those there's morality in all of those things. Okay, you you, you see some people even mimic their pastors. Do you know the pastors could also influence whoever influences you becomes like your pair. Some people I don't want to mention churches here, but you see some you see them pray. They pray like they're meant like they're pastors. Mm. They don't speak. They want to speak like. Do you know as you are here, Rosie, that a lot of people are modeling their their career after you. Oh, that's interesting. I feel yes. good about it. No, no, yes, right. No, she speaks well. She's very <laughs> sound. She's this. She's, and they want to be like you. You never can tell. They are practicing the, the things they're doing. So you are influencing them professionally. Hmm. You know, you know we, 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 seem to, we seem to be using the word, uh, the terms peer pressure and peer influence interchangeably. Are they the same thing? Yeah, it is. It peer is. pressure and peer influence? Yes, it is. It, it, something, whatever pressurizes you, influences you to do the things you want to do or you don't want to do. Or the things that you never thought you would ever do. Do you know you could be influenced to do it by the companies you keep? And that's why they say, show me your friend, I tell you who you are. Okay? The Bible even said that if you keep company with a thief, you hate your soul. There's no way you keep company with a man that steals and you won't steal in, in the long run. That's a way of impacting on you. Okay? If you keep company with gossip, you eventually become a gossip yourself. So people should be careful the company you keep. If you don't like that association, you dissociate yourself 
from there if you don't actually want to end up uh, mm. You know, is it as easy as you make it sound now, Reverend? Um, because when you started, you rightfully said, you know, the society also um, can, the society you are in can also put some kind of negative pressure or influence on you. Now, if we take our minds to places, you know, in this aquibum where they're called ghettos, you know, we know places that are ghettos. And these ghettos, basically you find... Um, people who um, have these problems, you find some of them doing things that they shouldn't be doing, some of them the society has labelled or misfits. we find them in these communities. How do you then take yourself out of such community when you were born in such a place or when you've known that place all your all your life? How, how do you get yourself out of that? How do you talk yourself out of a society that you are born into? Yeah, there's no there's no society that is completely bad. There's no community that is exactly bad. I mean, completely bad. Even in that same community called ghettos, whatever, there are still some sane people. People that talk right, they speak right, they do right things. Okay, if you speak right, you act right, you see right results. There are still people there. Mm. So the thing is about this and more more of individualistic arrangement. What do you want to be your life? What do you want to become in life? You don't allow another person to come and mess you up. Not just human beings. Do you know sometimes even the adverts you see. You know, the celebrity, somebody is a star somewhere. And his baby is doing her hair, one style. Everybody want to copy that style. Oh, that one follow enter for this thing. Nasty part of the enter. question. That was a fashion. No, no, you not. See, it's about 15 years ago, I think I can mention the name of okay. the pair now. One Tubor King. It was conspicuously displayed in the university about the university gate. They said for real men. Every young grown up man want to be a real man. And that means you must stick to drinking that kind of drink, that alcohol drink. So those things, the advert you see, the things you see. Subconsciously influences you. Mm. And you begin to act that way. Okay? So when you know where you're going to, you want to be this in life. And you know if you indulge in this, you won't get to where you wanted to go there originally. So you refrain. You just stop from doing those things. You know, Reverend Harvey, I I just want to clarify a little bit. You know, when you say you just stop, is this behavior something that people can stop? You know, when you have been negatively influenced and you started doing things, can you stop? It's just like someone who is, um, um, you who uses drugs. Can't they just stop using drugs? Is it a matter of willpower that will help them stop this? There are a whole lot of counselors. If you find yourself that what you're doing, you're not happy with what you're doing, you know, Every one of us were exposed to peer pressure. For instance, I was in secondary school. My guys used to give me a cigarette to smoke. In the eighties, did he eventually, you know, continue? No, you just pipe and tell them, man, this thing doesn't go down well with me. It doesn't test. I don't enjoy it. They say, no, swallow the smoke. You bring it out from your nose. By the time you try, yeah, there are men like that. Then, plus, I beg, I know if you smoke this thing, I beg, I beg, I beg. I don't need. You let them know your position. You know, so, so so people just want to to finish you. It's about the it's a force. That's why it's called pressure. They want to distract you. They want to take you from your focus, from where you're going to. You know, you know now. Everyone, some of your girls will tell their friends, "Ah, you mean at this age you don't have a boyfriend? Ah, no, 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 no. You are not existing in this world. You are in the, you are a very primitive person, and you want to join them too. You want to belong. Mm. You want to feel accepted in the in their society in the group." And you now do what you do. But you're not happy doing those things. So once you're not happy doing whatever you want, you come to counsel us. We'll counsel you. We'll tell you, give you books to read. We will change you from those friends, from those things. We'll give you some positive books to read. Okay? And uh, we begin to work on you gradually. Before you know it, you'll be a better person. You'll be changed from those 
those okay. bad behaviors. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue talking to Reverend Ephraim Darby, who's the vice chairman, principal, uh, prison. prison fellowship of Nigeria, and also the priest in charge, Methodist Church, Ben Udor in Uum. Housing. We'll take this break. When we come back with our coming prayer pressure, we'll just be concluding this. We want you to get to know these things so you don't get corrected. I love saying this. So you don't get corrected in the correctional, you know, center. center. But even if, you know, it has come to that point, you get corrected and come back and, you know, get reintegrated in the society and we'll still love you as our friend and as our brother. Stay with us. Charles! Live correcting you because we are interested in you um, not just as a listener, but holistically we want the society a bit better. You know, I find it really interesting when we get to um, have programs and interviews like this tailored specifically um, to areas that, as Nigerians, to a large extent, you know, we don't really care about. Like, you know, when, when you talk to people about inmates, offenders, people in the prison, and did you know, why I go, why I go, bother myself. Uh, recently, I was talking to someone, and the person said, why, why, why would I be giving to them? They are criminals. I'm like, oh, but do you know that the fact that they are criminals doesn't mean that they can't be corrected? I mean, that's where we have um, the Correctional Act that has been amended to not just be punitive anymore, but we really want them to be rehabilitated. So, um, kudos to the federal government again on that very one. Now, um, Reverend, let's get back to you. We just have about four minutes. We're talking overcoming peer pressure. Now, one thing you have mentioned all through has been um, there must be a desire to change. And yeah. let, let me get back to this point. If you're a guardian, you're a parent, and you have someone in your care, and you know that this person's way of life might lead the person to serious trouble, or it might, the person not enter trouble, but they never reach the extent where we say the police, you know, have arrested, and now the person's a correctional center. How can you seek help for such a person? Oh, yeah. You, 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 you know, talking to the person, you talk the person out. Advice, counsel. Can talk really do the work? Can you really talk people out of, you know... You, you can't fight them. You can't be confrontational. It's just appealing to their conscience. Let them see the end from the beginning. Mm. This thing you're doing this way is going to end you. If you don't change, it's going to end you this way. Okay, men that have been doing it, check out how they end. Okay? So, do you want to end up like this? Let them... But you keep talking to the person. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You just keep talking to the person. You keep appealing to the person. At a certain stage, it's not even about beating anymore. It's about making the right information available to the person. Perhaps the peers will be giving the person wrong information. Mm. You know, you make right information available, let the person know if you keep doing this, it's going to end you this, it's going to end you this way, it's going to end you that way. And uh, the person wants to do a better life for himself or herself, she will change. If, if we want to look at the um, normal Nigerian setting and how Nigerian, you know, Nigerian's parents and talk to people, what if this parent or guardian cannot even speak properly to this child, you know, and say the things that would um, make the person begin to see, okay, I think that this person has a point, you know, because we have abusive parents. We've had reports of manipulative parents by words, you know, by the things they do. And yeah, that's the truth. We have to call it spade this spade. These things happen. So if this person is with this kind of parent or guardian and whatever the parent is saying or the guardian is instead of <coughs> correctional it is even worse you, they want to change you but they're abusing you on top and saying you can't become anything look at because you've chosen this life is that the way to go if that you're is, if you're so unlucky to be in that, that kind of that's a very wrong approach mm. that's a very wrong approach well you know we have parents and no, guardians there are a lot like of that. parents like that because they don't they don't know they don't have the knowledge but then community in those days it might not just be your parents alone that will be like that your guide. Some persons or your neighbors. 
So neighbors should be interested in the going on in people's homes, like the kids, because everybody's responsibility. If they can't use now, nobody will sleep around you. Like you just talk about, just talk about the inmates out there. If we don't change them in there, they come out, they go back to the same crime, and it may affect you, may affect me. So that's why all hands has to be on deck to make sure we work on them in there. So when they come out, they become better citizens of the society and we can sleep with our two eyes closed. Because a vicious circle, they come out and if nothing is done to them, mm. they go back to crime. And the crime is the, the crime is carried against the society. It might be me, it might be you, it could be my brother, it could be whatever. So you don't just say it doesn't concern you, it's wrong. Everybody should put effort. So when you see a child that is recalcitrant in the neighborhood, you find time, talk to the person. But now that it seems that we have a very individualistic kind of community, we have individualistic communities as it is right now, um, how do we do that? I mean, no, you go say, everybody mind your business. I beg, I don't want to talk before the mama say, why you touched my picking or why did you talk to my son that or my daughter that way? Yeah, but the mother may not even have full knowledge. You have knowledge. You know better than the mother. So you can't see because it's about the future of the child, which may concern you tomorrow. So you see come boy girl don't do this don't do that and all of that so it should be everybody's business not just leave the thing for the parents mm. alone everybody's business yeah. all right this is a good place to leave it i'm glad that you said that because um I, I i i agree that over the years we felt that we're, we should be detached from what's happening elsewhere or you know in our neighbor's homes why no concern me ah it's not my business they go handle them but you made a great you made a great point it will always come back to affect us later in the future it is a vicious circle thank you so much reverend Ephraim darby and I, we're going to end with the calls again to yeah. support the yeah inmates. sure sure if you are interested you want to be uh, support want to give us a helping hand my number zero eight zero two eight five one nine seven double eight that's it. All right. So that's the number to call. Call Reverend Ephraim Derby, who is the um, Derby, rather, who's the Vice Chairman Prison Fellowship of Nigeria and priest in charge of Methodist Church Benudor, um, Edward Housing. Thank you so much for coming and thank you to the Nigerian Correctional um, Center for making sure that this program goes on every Tuesday. The Correct Life we're here to correct you or not to make you feel bad but just so that um, we have a better society as we see it right in Nigeria Nigeria don't go go help us so we need to do our part in this country thank you Reverend for coming and that's it for on the show for me I've had an amazing Tuesday talking with you remember to stay safe be good and do the things that will not get you into the correctional center just be a good Nigerian be law abiding and let's help our society and let's help this country become better again the news headlines